Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Okay, everyone, welcome to our brand new Patreon feed. Welcome. We are so happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you for investing in us and investing in uh, little nuggets for your business. Um, one of the most, most asked pieces of information is always regarding social media and people feeling overwhelmed with it or just not knowing what to post. And we've done episodes before, but today I really want to go over like how to build content um, with your people and not just build content, but figure out your goals for interacting with the people that are on the other side of your your business page. So first, before we start, I want to define social media because I think in our head, we always think of um, Instagram, Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, TikTok. But I want to go over like the actual definition because I was like, oh yeah, it's all these other things too. Um, So it's the means of interacting among people in which they create, share, and or exchange information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. And some of the examples of it are blogs, microblogs, which microblog would be about like an Instagram. Um, Of course, the social networking site, the photo sharing sites, also Instagram. When we had Instant Messenger, that was social media. Um, video sharing sites like YouTube, um, TikTok, Pinterest, um, podcasts or social media, and virtual worlds, which we're entering <laughs> into the era of VR, virtual worlds, virtual reality. So that is social media because I think we get so overwhelmed with. Instagram and Facebook. But remember, if those aren't your jam, if your target market's hanging out on blogs, go start blogging and connect that way. Um, And it didn't say email in there, but email is another form of social media. So I will interject really quick on the blog thing because I do, my website is set up with a blog, but I was really overwhelmed with writing new blogs. So like you can turn your social media posts into a blog post and then you have it showing up Mm -hmm. in your like when people Google you too. So it's a great way to reuse. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, So why to use it for your business? But while obvious reasons, like I just said, it's the interaction. It's the social interaction aspect. And so someone can go visit your website and that's very one-sided. But on something like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or a blog, those are very two, it's a two-way street. Like you figure out what people want to hear from you or see from you and you deliver. And then they continue interacting with it, asking more questions, asking more feedback, buying your product, whatever it is. And then you give more information. So it's kind of like a back and forth between a customer and a creator. 
or business owner. So it, of course, can get you seen in ways you may not have been seen before. Every different platform has a different chance to be seen by different markets, but you always decide which one you, one, I say do what you're most comfortable with, but also where your target market's hanging Mm -hmm. out. You don't have to be on all of those things, um, but wherever your people are showing up, that's where you want to go and interact with them. Um, So as far as what to post, when to post, and what is searchable, we're going to talk about all of that. Um, But the when to post, you're going to figure that out based on your um, insights via whatever platform you're on. Um, But I also feel like I'm really big on posting when you are most, Jenny and I've talked about this, when you feel the most authentic. Yeah, most yourself. People are going to see right through that. Yeah. Um, Which again, if you kind of take it out of like, oh, I have to create this content that that if I don't create content, I'm not going to show up on your feed. If you kind of take the pressure out of that and say like, how do I want to interact with my customer today? Mm -hmm. Or how do I want to show up for them? Like that could take some of the pressure off and just think of like an interaction you might go back to a face one of somebody like that they commented and just answer that question. And that could be your content for the day. So kind of, if you reframe it and don't think like, what do I have to post, but how can I interact? With That's them a great today? point. So it doesn't, it may take some pressure. So off. it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do a feed post every day. It could be like right. you're doing a story or you're just answering a question right. in your mind. Yeah. That's a good, that's right. a helpful. And, tip. and, when we talk specifics to Instagram, Instagram does honor you showing up in your stories. So if you don't feel like making a post, maybe the way to interact with them that day is through stories, or maybe the way to interact with them that day is through your email. Um, Whatever you feel like, how you feel like showing up and interacting with them is great. Um, And it may be I, just make it as simple as you can, especially to start out. Like it, and I, if you're already really well established on a social media network, maybe this is your intro to starting something new and branching into something like TikTok of taking the pressure off and just saying like, how can I interact with people on here today? Um, because again, there's different pros to, to each platform. Mm-hmm. And then as far as what is searchable, um, we'll go over specific posts and, and their how people find them. But I know that's a big worry for business owners is they're like, we just want to be searchable. We want organic people to find us. And that doesn't happen just on social media. That's word of mouth. And so we're going to talk about creating posts that now involve the element of word of mouth. Like how do we create content that our people then want to go share Mm -hmm. and our people want to invite more friends in. So we're going to combine like instead of only thinking about this organic reach over here, how do we bring our people into it and help them like bring people in that they think will love it? So we have three elements for posting. You have video content, you have picture content, and then you have graphic content. And we're going to try to utilize all of those things um, because they each meet different needs for your people. Again, like how can I show up and interact with my people today? So. The first thing you're going to want to do is keep an, we've talked about this in our general social media episode of making a brand album on your phone. It's the easiest way to do it. Jenny, you have an Illuminate Space one. You also have a Light and Pine one, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
and like I have my business ones. And anytime you take a picture or video or create a graphic in Canva, you want to send those to your that specific album. And that way they're just always there. You may not even use them for the next five or six weeks, but they're in your album with easy access. And you don't have to go through all your add a little things. if you haven't noticed, Christina's the expert on this, but I have little tiny interjections that I'll add. Oh yeah. So, add so taking Christina's tip and I'm not good at immediately putting it in the albums, but I do have a reminder set on my phone monthly to go for you know how at least in iPhone, so I'm assuming Android, it separates your pictures by month. And I just run through and then Mm -hmm. send them all over. So I make sure at least monthly Mm -hmm. I'm getting those organized because for me in the moment, it feels overwhelming, but maybe it doesn't for others. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, And of course, we're going to get to a point in this workshop where we talk about figuring out what you need to actually capture to then move to your album. but. First, you want to create an album um, that just like cleans it up. And honestly, it's such a little practice that takes away some of that overwhelm when you sit down to either plan posts or go to actually post. Um, And then I want you to write down 60 days out anything coming up, whether it be a life event, a holiday, a sale. Maybe not even a sale because you can kind of dictate that based on what's happening, but any like big things coming up. So um, in Jenny's 60 days, she might have a candle workshop in Texas or whatever's in 60 days, kind of plan backwards and plan these things out, write down really important things and then do 30 days out. And so for the 60 days out, you want that in your plan. So then the next month, you'll move that up into actually promoting. But in the 30 days out, that's going to be your promote section. So anything within 30 days, you're going to add to a promote list. And anything within 60 days is your plan. So then it makes it really easy if you already have it written down for your your plan of your 60 when you go on to the next month, you now just move those things over to promote. Okay. But you, those have been forecasted. So that helps you, like Jenny and I have talked about, um, like picture taking and adding listings. There's a lot that has to happen before you actually release product. And so if you're planning 60, if you know 60 days out is Halloween, that you, you've written that down, it's in your plan. Now you can like get any materials you need. So do that checklist, right? Of like getting the materials, getting the samples, getting the pictures, getting all of that. Where then, then once it comes to the 30 day mark, you now know what you need to promote and have ready and ready to plan kind of thing. But that way, all the making, especially if you're a creative entrepreneur, all the making um, doesn't happen in the same 30 days of trying to figure out how I'm going to promote this stuff. Mm -hmm. You already have all the back end done, and then you can move on to the promote. And that could be a service provider too, like um, somebody that is a florist. Let's use a florist as an example. Because we're talking the uh, it ends with us um, from the previous episode. Florist, <laughs> sorry, from our episode we were just talking about. Sorry, so it probably um, was. Okay, the, but we're just going to use a florist. Yeah. We're going to use a florist, which I guess a florist is like a service provider and a product maker. Yeah. But anyways, so perfect, perfect combination. Um, if they know prom is sixty days out, they now know in their head I need to start ordering. 
extra flowers. I need to make some samples of corsages, some samples of boutonnieres so that I have those ready because 30 days out, they're going to want to start getting orders for prom. And if they're trying to do all of that in that 30 days, it's just not going to, you're just going to feel that rush rush and overwhelm. So we're trying to take the overwhelm out of all the social media marketing side. And so if you can plan ahead for that 60-day event, but then not start promoting till 30 days, because you want to find that sweet spot too of promoting, where you want to promote it well in advance. You want to promote it enough, but you also don't want to do it too far out where people are like, oh, I'll do that later, or I'll do mm-hmm. that later. So you got to find that sweet spot. But that the, the 30 days and the 60 days kind of gives you that that window of that. Um, so be writing those out 30 days out. You can, uh, when you go to sit down and if you plan out a week at a time, two weeks at a time, three weeks at a time, whatever it looks like for you and plan out, I mean, like figure out what you need captured in order to promote yourself. Ask yourself like, what will I have a release? Like if Halloween 60 days from now, 30 days out, do I need to have a Halloween release or 45 days or whatever? Do I need to have a release for that? Do I need to run any sales? Do I need to, you know, run a back to school sale if that's coming up? Like what are big events coming? Is football starting? Is um, New Year's coming? Like kind of think of the big events, the holidays. Um, Okay. And maybe we're going into August. And you give a gift, you have a giftable item. Maybe think of like, what are some good ways to gift this in the month of August? Like, could I give it with some, could I give this teacher bag with some expo markers? Um, Could I give it to a friend with a fall mug or whatever? Like what, how, what are, what are, what's happening that month that you could kind of sell on gifts? Maybe it's um, like a big uh, baby shower month. Like, you know how people have baby showers in certain months? Like, is there something that I sell that I could gear towards kind of that arena? So if you kind of sit down and map that out for 30 days out, it's not just holidays, but like what is happening in general that then maybe some content can feed off of. And this is just like the brain dumps part because brain dumping is really important. If you get it out of your head and remove some of the overwhelm. Yeah. Agreed. And then always, 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 every month, I want you to write down, who am I relating to? Because I think we forget, um, especially uh, like I am a 35-year-old mom who has a tween. So a lot of things on my feed gear towards that kind of genre. And that might not be who my people are. So I don't want to mimic what people are doing necessarily. And so you just kind of want to always remember like who... What's who is my business for? Who am I showing up for? Who am I serving so that you kind of stay in your creative lane? Otherwise, if you just try to mimic what everyone else is doing, you're there's gonna be no fun in it. And part Mm -hmm. of showing up for your people is having fun, right? And 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 would you, I mean, I know your answer, but (laughs) don't you recommend adding your personality into these promotions too? Like, not just like, here's a great gift for back to school but like adding like how yeah. you would talk to a friend of like oh my gosh mm-hmm. are you so, okay let's use me as an example I would be talking to people like their kids going to college and it'd be like are you sitting on the floor eating ice cream crying because your kid's going to college here's this gloomy mood candle box that you can burn as you move mm-hmm. through all these fields like 
tapping into people's mm-hmm. feelings with it as mm-hmm. well as mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. holidays and stuff that are going on. Yeah. And I think something about you and your brand, Jenny, is that you're very, people look to you as a mentor in a lot of ways. And so something that you could utilize too is bringing up, you know, you have your, you know how to connect to you really well. But even if you kind of thought back to what I've had to try to do right, do with my wet bags is thinking back to those times and like, are there stories I can tell that of why I needed a wet bag in those moments of stories that I'm out of now, but I can help other people that are in Yeah, that's good. And so even like, I'm thinking of you talking of like, think of those, like Jenny's very open. She's talked about being postpartum. Like think of those postpartum moms and like how sometimes you just have to be in your fields and like sometimes it's so hard. And like, so that gloomy side too. Mm -hmm. So you might even think, in different ways, how you can connect to different categories of women with. Yeah, that's really helpful. And maybe like diversifying. So that's actually helpful Mm -hmm. to me. So I don't have to always go into Trevor leaving for school, but then all the times you feel those feels that you have Mm -hmm. throughout your life. And then so each post is reaching, you know, or getting someone in their feels. You are very like (laughs) – you are very authentic and it's so important to be like in the moment and that's what you're living right now. But you are, people come to you, come to Jenny Zilke, not just Illuminate Space for that like uh, guide. And so even to say like, I remember there was this time, like, <laughs> and you don't even have to throw your kids under the bus, but you can say like, there was this night that I just had this, wor- the worst night of parenting and I didn't know what to do. And I just sat there and I cried. And that's when I started journaling and I just realized that like scent can help and blah, blah, blah. Like you're giving. I'm going to write this down. Help and you're serving people that are like. I feel like. And this is probably going to go against everything I say, but when you market your products, you have a target market. But I think on social media, we do have freedom to kind of branch out of that and connect with not just that one genre of people. Yeah, that's a good point. Because if I think about who I follow, they're all so different ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very eclectic feed. And I think a lot of people have a very eclectic feed. And so I think it's okay to switch up those things. It, if you're in the beginning stages and you really need to like niche down, sure, figure out who your target market is and gear towards them. But once you kind of have a hold on that, maybe there is a way to show up if you think of like, how can I show up for people today? It might not be your normal way you show up. Yeah. And you, that's how people get new people. Yes. And because essentially, like, if we go back to like our core values, it's essentially that's going to line up. So like, if going back to the mood boxes, the core value is I love to get people in their feels. So some mm-hmm. days that might look like you know, talking to moms, sometimes my voice might be talking to women in all walks of life that are feeling, feel. so mm-hmm. I think like, you're right. Yeah. Like maybe that's not the target market, but essentially it taps into one of your core values. So it's still going to be authentic. Right. 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 And those people, again, could find you and love you and then love your products. So I do think that you can switch up on a social media aspect. Like if we're talking straight up advertisements, you've got to have your target market. But I think 
social media and social media marketing, when it comes to that, um, knowing who your target market is will help your it will help you create content so you're not just all over the place. But I also think be authentically you. And that's social media is where your story is, your brand story. It's it's again, it's a two-way street. So you have the freedom to show up how you would like to um, when you get comfortable with it. And when you're like, you know what, I'm it's kind of like when you kind of reevaluate products, you can say like, oh wow, people really liked I'm going to use my example. I talk about my eating disorder a lot on my beautiful chaos page. That has nothing to do with what I make, Mm -hmm. but it's trying to create an environment where it's inclusive and it's real and it's real life and brings in women just trying to love their bodies again. Mm -hmm. And so it's brought in this new wave of people. They may not go buy my product, but when it comes down to it, you have to kind of decide what your goal is with social media. My goal with social media is connectivity. Mm -hmm. And so they may not buy my product now for them or whatever, but they heard of me, they refer to me, Mm -hmm. um, they think of me when they think of these things. So you just have to, and that's actually moves us into exactly what's next. So you've done your 60 days out, you've done your 30 days out of like what's coming up. Now set two goals for that month as far as it can be anything. It can be, I want two more followers this month. If that's really important to you to see actual numbers move up, then add that. I personally would not focus on follower account because that will get absolutely awful for you (laughs) in your mind because there's robots and stuff and people are, you know, not purposely unfollowing, but they go in and kind of like uncheck. So, but if that, if you just want to know, like, I want to know people are showing up. So I want two new followers this month, write it down. If you want to see more engagement and again, define it. Like I want people commenting on my reels, like be exact because remember too, people interact with different things now on social. So if you, if your goal is more engagement, maybe say, I want at least, um, five new comments this month. Um, or is it, you want actual purchases? I, wherever your landing website is, it should show you where people come from. So if you're focusing on Instagram this month, you might say, I want to see three new purchases from Instagram, coming from Instagram. Um, Or is it gathering emails? Utilize your stories to gather emails. Like, hey, I would love to keep you up to date with my behind the scenes. I love sending out behind the scenes videos. If you'd like to join, put your email here or whatever and do the box. So maybe your goal is I would like 10 more emails to join my list. And you can, that kind of drives how you're going to interact with the people as far as your stories go of like, maybe every day you post a link to your email list and say like, reminder, I send out discount codes every once in a while, join my email list. Um, So if you can set those goals, again, my goal is connection. um, And I, that's actually, I utilize that by how many personal messages I get. Um, Ooh, that's a good. And like, and are people so coming back and remember that social media is two way. So are people coming back and ask, even if it's not like a, uh, a message about like, uh, what I'm posting about, it could be like, Hey, do you do custom orders? Okay. Well, someone just thought of me to now come back and ask mm-hmm. me this. So that's personally, one of my goals is always like create connectivity where then people come back and respond, but think of some goals. And again, practical goals 
maybe one or two a month that when you meet those, it may just keep you going and being like, okay, this is worth it. Like, this is worth my time. This is worth my, my energy. Um, and then switch it up and it, you may switch by month. You might be like, okay, I did a really good job connecting this month. So maybe now it's time to like nurture them in emails and gather emails. And how am I going to go about that? Mm -hmm. Um, after that, we're going to get, you've kind of mapped out your month. Now we're going to move on to actually creating content. I love planning out a week at a time. I don't pre publish. So when you hear me say plan, it just means write down what the, what I want to interact with about. And then it allows me to then list out what content I need to capture, meaning video and photo and graphics. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Again, remember the goal is this is a two-way street. And so you want to create things that either people want to share or people want to um, tag people in or people want to comment with. Like you want something that's going to provide energy from the other party seeing it. Mm -hmm. And the things that do that are things that inspire either thought, creativity, or service, like go out and do things that help someone, like serve someone or teach someone something new, things that make us laugh, things that we relate to, um, which sometimes those are one and the same, but uh, you could relate to something that doesn't necessarily make you laugh, right? It could be something <laughs> like when we talk about eco being eco-friendly, you might have a story about, um, you know, turtles that you saw being impact impacted by trash or whatever. So that's not necessarily we relating to Again, I actually have an example for this. We Kelly did um, a post yeah. of like the four of us at Wilson Street Mercantile. We all our shipping materials we share. Like as shipments come in, we put them somewhere, and then we can all grab. Like Kelly uses, um, I use packing peanuts all the time, so I use everyone's packing peanuts. Kelly uses boxes to fit her pillows, and we she just posted about that one day, and people like went crazy for it, and people start bringing us their packing materials now because they're they like we're so on board with the reduce reuse recycle so like it can be really simple things that people might uh -huh. relate to that then just like take off that they're like yeah it, it mm -hmm. makes you like an everyday person kind of yes and that's the per a perfect example of social media being a two-way street right you've now learned from your people like you guys were already actively eco-friendly but you've now learned from your people, oh, they are yeah. too. So that's something you need to push even more and, and talk about even more. So use like posts like that to learn more about who is showing up for you, who is coming back and interacting with you, because that will help kind of guide not only your social media feed, but it could help guide your business and who your business is geared towards and things to talk about. So, and then of course, after things we relate to, you they people want to share sales. <laughs> so uh sharing any sort of uh sale you're running or any sort of promotion for your your products. And so I like to when I go to plan my content, I think of having pictures, graphics, which could be carousels as well, right? Carousels are several different pages, pictures, graphics, or reels. And then what I do is I have 
I have made it a goal to do four reels a week. The reason for that is reels are going to bring you that organic reach. They're just going to show up in random people's feed. So they bring you that. Then the graphics are shareable. So if on a graphic you share, you know, all the parts of a candle and what's included in it, um, someone may share that and be like, whoa, or um, they may tag somebody that they want to do the workshop with or whatever. The graphics are more shareable. You see a lot of people sharing quotes, um, what people say. Uh, that's something I want to start doing for our actual podcast is pulling like a sentence that someone says, making it into a graphic, and then that will be shared. Um, and the pictures are for your people. Those are what's going to show up on people's feeds <clears throat> who already follow you <clears throat> and sometimes on the explore page. And so <clears throat> I like to do a little bit of each, but reels is, I enjoy doing reels. So I've made more of those, but you get to decide what all you want to post, like the number of those. So under reels, I have, and don't worry if you're overwhelmed by this, I actually have a print off for everybody so that you can, it's just much easier to see visually. But under reels, I have a product, I have a product reel, a funny reel, a relatable reel, and then an inspiration reel. So for a product reel, it could be anything. It could be making that product. It could be me explaining the product. It could be things inside the product. It could be any way you want to just show the product. It could be, um, you know, and we'll get to finding audio for your reels, but it could be something with your product that goes along with a voice reel. Um, a funny reel, like the funny reel could be for your target market. It could be a mom like lounging in her van or whoever your um, target market is. Like your funny reel could be about that. Your relatable reel could be about your business or yourself, but again, geared towards um, someone that you want to relate with on on Instagram to bring more people in. And then the inspiration reel could be anything from a story or you making an outfit with the products you create or you setting up. Jenny has a shrine fireplace, (laughs) like setting up that. Um, So just whatever you feel like that week, you want to show up as an inspiration if it's your, you personally or a product. And then as far as pictures go, I like, I like to post a picture of my product, of any product. And then again, like an insp- like I think of an inspiration product, an inspiration photo being like, what would be on Pinterest? Like maybe it's somebody bought, maybe it's a store had their candles made by Jenny and they sent her a picture of it displayed in their store. So maybe so she'll it's like a lifestyle photo kind of. Other, yes. Yeah. A lifestyle photo is perfect. I'm like, how can I use this product um, in real life? And then as far as a graphic goes, any sort of information you want to give it, maybe information about a product, maybe information about your store, um, maybe information about how you package. Again, gearing towards that, like Jenny's people love eco-friendly. So she might want to show um, how she packages her products to make them eco-friendly. Um, so any information you want to give and you have freedom, you have freedom to do that however you would like. Um, and then as far as what to say with them, that like, whatever comes to your heart to say, say, I, there, there's a new, um, they're running new data that says that Instagram are still using hashtags, but as always, they switch everything up on us mm-hmm. and they're pulling keywords from your captions. So what, however you want to describe what's in the picture or the real or the graphic, 
just whatever comes to you. Um, maybe I would pick for me personally, what makes it easy is I think of who, what, when, where, why, or how. And I think I pick one of those subjects about whatever I'm posting and give more details. So if I pick the what, I might describe like the situation that was happening when I was setting that up. Or um, I might say like, if I think of the who, like who could utilize this product, who could benefit from this. So I just pick one of those and just describe it. And then that way it's not just buy this product or Mm -hmm. come follow Mm -hmm. me, but it's one of those things. Um, so whenever let's talk specifically about reels for a second, um, reels, you either love or you hate, or maybe you're an in between. (laughs) Um, what I like to do is set aside a few minutes a day to just scroll through my feed of reels, um, what's showing up on mine. And I always have a notepad that's titled brain dump at the top. And I always just write down, like, if I see something that I enjoy or I like, or I think is funny, I'm like, how could I pivot this to be from Christina, whether that be like my life or a product and think like, is there a way I can, I think of my target market all the time of like, could I gear this towards them in a way um, that shows up for them? I think there was one that was funny of um, the trend was, and you can quickly pick up on what the trend is based on watching the video. Or if you actually click the sound, you can see all videos that have been done with it and you may pick up on the trend. Um, But there was a trend of like, basically, the trend was like, what do you do for your kids? And then they're just like, nah. <laughs> um, and so mine was like cooking something. And then I was like headed to the pantry to get another box of macaroni and goldfish <laughs> because that's what they like, you know, but that connects you then with other moms going through that. So I like to just like brain dump ideas. And I have that brain dump because a lot of times I'll go through like 10 or 12 reels and have ideas. And then look, that's three weeks worth of Yeah, that's reels super that I helpful. Liked. I didn't think so, about using the time wisely that I just binge watch reels and actually thinking about yeah, how I could I, use it. I always write on the brain dump, I'll always write like what the trend I noticed was. And then, and I mean, it could be just like 10 fast pictures or whatever that trend is. And then um, I write next to it the trending audio because I always save the trending audio, but it, they're weird names. Yeah. So I always kind of write what it was next to it. Um, but then when I actually, so now I've done all of the brain dumping. Um, I've already figured out like the categories of posts and I've figured out um, what's coming up in the next 30 days. And so now I'm going to go plan and I'm just going to again, do a reel about a product, a reel that's funny, like pick one of those brain dump reels, pick one that was relatable, um, inspiring, and then find pictures from that week. And again, the products that I post are purposeful with that 30 days, like what's upcoming in the next 30 days and kind of pick what's next from those 30 days. And then um, uh, while I plan out, I then now have a space where I go and write, okay, so here's my plan. This is what I want to talk about. These are the things that I want to um, portray. Okay. If I don't already have a picture of a wet bag holding sunscreen, I now need to go get a picture of that. Mm -hmm. So that goes under like pictures I need to take. Mm -hmm. And I write that down. If there's a video of 
a mom reading or, or whatever I've thought of for my uh, real reels. Okay, now I, I need to film me at some point this week reading. But that way I have it all mapped out so that throughout the days, if there is a day I'm wanting to do those things, I can. Or if I just do a little bit every day, um, now I have it and um, can do that. And then I always reference like if from those 30 days, something's happening this week or upcoming this week. Um, like let's say Jen has a candle bar coming up Thursday and she still has four more spots to fill. I write down what's coming up this week. So I know every day I need to share about that in my stories. Mm. Every day I need to share about that in my stories so that um, those, and that could be a release that could be um, an event that could be anything like that. It could be Father's Days in two weeks and reminding people, like, have you gotten your Father's Day gifts yet? Have you, like, so I always check that for my stories because I forget. Um, and then after I've done all of that plan for the week, I'm now like, okay, <laughs> created this plan. I don't want to over, I want to utilize what I've already created. What one post from this week can I send to my email list? And then what one post can I go post about on Pinterest? Because Pinterest is big for me. I like Pinterest. But that way I don't have to recreate content. And so like for Pinterest, I'll probably go pick pick either that inspiration picture that I posted or maybe if I did like a behind the scenes video of a product, mm-hmm. maybe that's what I'll pick to post to Pinterest. My email, like you even could come up with your own rotation of what you want to send to your email. So it's not just always sales posts. Maybe yeah. My email, send, like, Hey, I talked about this on Instagram. Today. Yeah. I kind of do that for my email list is um, like, obviously I put in, if there's any practical information I need, like if I listed a new product or um, there is an event coming up, but then I also go back and look at my insights on Instagram and any posts that got a lot of interaction, then I turn into like um, my little like note to the person in the email. So you can usually Mm -hmm. copy and paste it and then just like reframe it a little bit for it to sound like an email. But I always do that because again, you're following what your audience is telling you was relatable. And so like, that's where I use for my little like personal interaction. And then I'm like, and Hey, here's some new products and events coming up. So you can mm-hmm. always reuse yeah, Jenny, your stuff, your content, always reuse your content. And it doesn't even have to be that week of stuff. Right. Like, the next week you'd be like, you know what? I actually wanted to send an email about something else last week. So let's send that this week. Yeah. So you or like Christina said, but thinking I of ha- important dates and stuff, you could go back like in following years around that time and see if there was anything relevant that then you can reuse. Yes, for sure. I just think social media is really great and a really, I think taking the pressure off of like, I have to post, I have to show up, I have to reflect my brand, taking the pressure off of that and more just saying like, how can I show up today? How can I like, help the people on the other end because that's how they'll keep coming back um may take may take the pressure off a little bit and if this was a little overwhelming and felt like you were being fed through a fire hose you can go <laughs> I'm gonna give you my website hose. and I what is it drinking through <laughs> I don't know but not fed I don't think <laughs> <laughs> okay if you think that was a lot of information, and I am a very visual learner, learner, so Audible may be more challenging, I do have these in PDF form that you can download on my website. 
It's $5.99 and you get not only like the post types and what to post with some tips, but you'll also get that brain dump part that I'm talking about Ooh, yeah, for the month where helpful. you talk about what's up, what's upcoming, who's, who am I relating to, my goals for this month. And then of course, a place to actually plan out your content and write down what you need and where you're going to repurpose content. So that those are downloadable over at my website. It's backpocketsocial.co. I love it. Thanks for teaching Available us all that. To just you. You're welcome. And I'm so glad that you guys were here with your Patreon. Hopefully that was worth it. I know you and I wrote down stuff. Social media with Bean. Nice. (laughs) With Bean. Which I feel like are, uh, if you are part of the Patreon, like I should forever be Bean. Bean. And we know we spell it wrong. That's not part of it. It's. It's B I N, but that's shortened from Christina yes. Bina, but we it's pronounced like V E A N. We get corrected mm-hmm. on that. And just from our husband. some practical tips, some practical tips to leave you with. Um, set us, I would start by setting aside an hour a week and just running through all that we just did. Remember, you don't have to redo the 60 days and 30 days um, every week. You should probably start thinking because you'll get closer and closer to that. 60 day mark, but, um, you just need to every day, just sit, or every day, every week, sit down and just, again, map out that week. And then in, you've got it all jotted down and now you can just go capture the content and either plan it out, like post it in your head or post it in real time. And everybody decides to do that differently. That's totally up to you. But I think a few times under your belt and you'll get the hang of it and hopefully the pressure will be off and you'll just be able to show up. And this is, of course, it's access to your business. It's access to how people get to beautiful chaos. But my Instagram of beautiful chaos is so much more than just my products that are on my website. So hopefully it was good and everybody loved it. Let us know if you have any questions. Um, Obviously, if you're on this Patreon, you're now on our Facebook page. So feel free to go interact there, ask questions, and um, yeah, go create some fun content. Yay! If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.